just two girls living on the Upper West Side, taking everything in stride. We're the Jewesses, Jewesses, Blonde Edition, yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Jewess, the Blonde Edition, episode number 42. My name is Jen. And I was single, ready to mingle in New York City, now in Vermont with all of the cows. We have our special new co-host. Can you introduce your lovely self, my dear? Of course. I'm Shelly, living in L.A. and ready to play. Yeah, <laughs> Just keep right now. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And Derica is off today for the 4th of July holiday. We wish her and her hubs the best. Can't wait till she joins the next episode. Shelly, how the miss heck? You, Derica. We miss you so much. Um, <laughs> I miss you too, Jen. Oh, I miss you too, Shelly. How the heck have you been? <laughs> Things have been great. Um, and I just thought to say, since it was recently 4th of July, I hope that this year we have fireworks in our romantic life oh, for Shelley, both of us. Shelly was born to do this. Yes, Shelly. <laughs> I agree. And hopefully they don't blow off anybody's fingers. <laughs> hopefully no injuries. And they're right. not the illegal firecrackers that you get that get confiscated. Correct. So true. So yes. true. Shelly, I'm I'm glad that we we're still we're still moving forward, chugging forward, still in quarantine. I recently moved all my stuff out of my apartment in New York City. It's bittersweet. Doesn't mean I'm not gonna be back, but I am here for a while with the cows and the maple syrup. So I, um, you know, and Ben and, Jer ben and Jerry are keeping me very good company. You have everything you need. I have so. everything I need. I, <laughs> so I, I can't complain. I can't complain. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, I definitely think that this is an interesting time with a lot of changes, but, um, you know, I, it kind of begs the question, you know, X is, you know, before Corona or perhaps <laughs> in the beginning of Corona, right. are they making their way back into your life? Has any ex checked upon you during the pandemic? Shelly, I'm so glad you asked that question. Um, <laughs> so glad, in fact, that I have no answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> crickets, Shelly, crickets. <laughs> Apparently, these exes don't care that it's a worldwide pandemic. I could be dead or alive. Um, they don't Probably. care. <laughs> Uh, they don't care. I mean, they're like, eh, she didn't really mean that much to me anyways. Um, yeah, I have to say, Shelly, an ex is an ex is an ex for a reason. Um, I'm sure we all wish each other well, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't really heard from, you know what, which I think is a good thing because, you know, it's just hard to move on in life when you're constantly being bombarded by the people that you left behind at certain points in your life. So yes. I'm actually... I'm actually pretty happy the way it is right now. What about you? Well, you mentioned crickets. I would say maybe <laughs> in my case, praying mantis, if we're staying in that genre. Um, I have heard from a number of exes. Ooh. They've come out of the woodwork. It's funny because you can say like, wow, in, as you were saying, like pandemic, it took a pan worldwide pandemic and guys are still not reaching out. Yeah. Um, and in my case, yeah, I've definitely heard from you know, blast from the past, pre-COVID, um, you know, interactions have, have reached out in various forms. Sometimes it's like, hey, and I'm just like, all right, hey, and that's kind of where it goes. But um, in other cases, it's definitely been more substantial and kind of guys finding 
uh, niche way to <laughs> to make themselves um, at the forefront. So it's been a bit like I've, you know, I have a headset on that makes me look like I'm an MCI operator. Sometimes I feel like that. It's a little bit like keeping track of the Sprint at MCI, <laughs> yeah. the company that no longer exists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, it's it's been a good busy. So trying to. Well, Sally, I don't know whether to be jealous of you or grateful <laughs> that I'm not in your predicament. Um, maybe, you know what? And they do say, and this is true, that just because relationships ended doesn't mean it was the wrong person. It could have been the wrong time. So this mm. is a good opportunity for them to kind of resurface and, and see maybe if you could give it another go, you know? So um, best of luck with that, Shelly. Keep, keep us all posted, please, <laughs> please. Can't wait to hear. <laughs> um, Shelly, let's move on to the next topic. Okay. Sure. The next topic is virtual schmucks are still schmucks. How <laughs> virtual dating is going for us. <laughs> well, I wrote um, this out at like 11 o'clock at night. So I'm very proud of myself. Um, yeah. Well, you know, a person is who they are, whether it's virtual or in person, perhaps virtual, it's easy to be a little less transparent, I suppose, right. but a, I do believe that a person emerges with time, whether it's virtually or in person. So, so true. I, I think someone is who they are and they find ways to show you that. Yeah. So yeah. how about you? Any specific uh. <laughs> Well, I'm also glad you asked that, Shelly. Shelly is asking all the hard-hitting questions today from her, <laughs> from her reporter days. Yeah, you know, I've, I've had experiences that are fine, and then I've had experiences that are not so great. Um, and it does go to show you that it doesn't matter whether it's a worldwide pandemic or there's unicorns and rainbows. They're still going to act the same way. Um, right. I have to say, you know, I do appreciate people are trying to set other people up and people have reached out to me like, oh, do you want to talk to this person or that person? So I appreciate people's efforts. Um, sometimes, you know, they don't really know the other person that well or they don't know me that well. So they'll make suggestions that are not really on point. Um, I did have a recent experience where there was somebody that was completely the wrong person for me. <laughs> really? um, the funny thing is, Shelly, that I think that he thought he was the right person for me Mm. Um, I was, my mind was blown that he thought it was a good conversation. I guess I'm just such a good conversationist. <laughs> I think thought, you are. Yeah. Well, I guess we were just having a grand old time, but this guy, you know, it was, it was like this, Shelly. Okay. Um, our very first conversation, the moment that he calls and I answer, hello, um, he does this big sigh, like, Hey, how oh. going? And I'm just like, wow, are you just like in your sweatpants eating Cheetos on the couch right now? Like, I mean, I, I get it that I can't see you, but don't act like we've talked for like 20 years. This is literally the first time you and I have spoken. So, um, Whoa. I don't know. I don't know if this is like, maybe it was his 20th call of the day. <laughs> maybe he had 19 other girls that talked to him and he was just exhausted. I, I understand. Um, yeah. so it's just like, you know, the way that you go about it. Also, he wasn't very, um, again, maybe he could have been talking to 19 girls before me. So he was, he was questioned out. But when silence ensued, I was like, well, I guess I'll go ahead and ask some questions. <laughs> and then I asked my questions and then he's like, yeah, 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 what about you? And I was like, what about me? What? He's like, well, what you just asked me. And I was like, well, I just asked you a few different questions. <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, um, the killer is Shelly in the middle, in the middle of this conversation. He, uh, he asked if he could call me back in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very specific increment of time. Let me call you back in 15 minutes. I was like, okay, actually this might be good. Maybe he's just trying to get off the phone. No, he, he called me back. He called me back. Um, at 15 minutes, at the 15 minute mark. Yeah, he did. He did. So anyway, wow. What did he have to do for 15 minutes? I, I want to sure. know. I'm not sure. Maybe he had other girls on call waiting. I'm not sure. Yeah. He was asking all of them, rotating them. Can you give me 15 minutes? Anyways, I just, it, this is just a recap of saying that a guy is still going to act the way that he is. It's the, this whole pandemic thing is not going to change their true character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it is a good opportunity for us to see because we're not meeting in person, like whereas before it would be like, hey, I'll just go out with this person. Not a big deal. I'll meet them at a bar or a coffee shop for the first time. I don't really need to talk to them that much. I do think that this is a really good opportunity for us to actually do the vetting. And we've talked about this in previous podcasts, but I think each one of these experiences, especially when it's something that doesn't turn out so well, it's kind of validating the fact that I do appreciate that we have this kind of barrier where it's like an additional layer to get to the next step. So I think, I think it's good. Um, and it helps identify the guys that are just not for you. Right. And that's, you know, and sometimes in order to find the right person, you realize who isn't right. So exactly, exactly. So, um, so with that, I wanted to move on to our next topic. And because we are so professional in our dating advice, I wanted to recap our non-official tips for social distance dating. <laughs> Shelly, now I, I know um, that you've gone on some social distance dates and you've explained and kind of recapped a few of them, like going hiking and going on walks. Have you done anything else that kind of uh, would fall within that realm? I've gone to coffee, which is oh, kind of interesting. Gone. Oh, coffee. Yes. Oh, my goodness. An yeah. actual place. Now, okay, how did you do it? Like, can you walk us through this, please? Sure. So it was a coffee place that has a patio area. So okay. we were outside, but even in the inside, each table was six feet apart from another mm. table. Okay. The, the tricky part is that in essence, when someone is eating or drinking, they cannot uh-huh. wear a mask. So yes. that's when the mask comes off. Oh, like literally. <laughs> metaphorically <laughs> and literally. Yes, yes. And, you know, there's, and then the question is, okay, so you reached a point in the date, the mask comes off. Does it go back on? Yeah. The dynamic. Is it like all holds are like just take everything off? Yeah, now it's like, oh, once you've taken the mask off. (laughs) Yeah. So that was an interesting experience and it was okay. You know, uh, it is what it is. It just takes it it to a new level. Once you see the whole face. Right. And I'm wondering, Shelly, if you could coordinate like every 30 seconds, it's your turn to take a sip of your macchiato. And then. And then he takes a sip of his cappuccino, you know, but you alternate because only one person at one time is demasked or derobed or demasked or whatever you want to call it. Don't well, you think that that, or like a, like a little timer that was set on the table, be like, okay, now it is, it's like tick-tock, tick-tock, it's now your time <laughs> to drink. Okay, then when your tick-tock ends and it goes to the other person, maybe this is too involved. Yeah. Um, it's beyond my <laughs> capacity at this point. But here's the thing though. I mean, I, I understand that the tables, 
are social distance from each other, but sitting at a table with someone is hard to be six feet away from that person. And that could be the, that could be the first time you're ever meeting them. So essentially you do need to social distance from them as well. So that's what makes it so tricky. Right. I was definitely closer than six feet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's are you feeling okay, Shelley. I am feeling okay. okay Inside and out. Oh, perfect. 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 <laughs> How about you? Any, any experiences that you can share? Um, well, since I've been in cow country for a while, nothing to date. Haha. Excuse my time. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Um, I did recently go back to New York City to pack up my stuff. And honestly, I didn't have a ton of time. Um, you know, and here's the other thing, too. And this is what I kind of this is part of the reason why I wanted I wanted us to talk about this topic. I think that a lot of us are kind of in this weird stage where we want to be careful, but also still participate in life and be social. Um, yes. Again, this brings me back to the whole vetting process. I think it's perfectly fine to do a social distance date with someone. But I do think that if you are going to put yourself at risk, like you said, even though you're trying your very best to be safe, you're in a situation like you're at a coffee shop, the table itself is not six feet away and you have to remove your mask. So I think that there is going to inherently be a risk there. So if you are putting yourself at risk, um, my unofficial advice would be have a few conversations with them and make, maybe ask them some of the big questions. You don't have to ask everything, but just kind of make sure you're on the same page and you have similar values before you even put yourself into an, a position where you could risk getting something or passing something along to your family if you're living with them or, or in, in contact with them. That's a good point. There's an episode of Seinfeld where Elaine, she didn't have that many sponges, so she's determining whether the guy was sponge-worthy. And I think that there's a parallel to whether it, you know, a guy is unmask-worthy yeah. or yeah. need-worthy uh, in person. And yeah, I I agree. I recently said to a friend who was telling me about some of her social distance dating, I said, "Honey." don't risk your, don't risk getting COVID for a guy that's just not worth it. You know, like if you're going to get COVID, get it for, from somebody that's going to be in your life for a while. <laughs> get it, get it for love. Yeah. I mean, like if you're going to get something, get it because you guys were meant to be together, but not this passing like kind of interaction and you never see them again, but they left you a very special gift of COVID. Right. So. To remember them by. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay, Shelly, we are moving quickly through these topics. Um, the next topic, I, I want you to kind of maybe kick this off. It's from our insider.com <laughs> website. Yes. Shelly, do you have the name of the article right in front of you? If not, I can, I can tell the listeners what it is. How to date, have sex, and fall in love during the coronavirus pandemic. Oh, my goodness. Yes, that's it. Ooh. That's it. Yeah. Wow. So obviously, everybody knows I'm such a researcher, right? I yeah. researched the heck out of everything, including topics such as this. So this was a fun article that I found. Shelly, first of all, they talk about different, different you know, areas of dating and stuff. But the funniest thing is that they're talking about like, if you are in a polyamorous or you know, open relationship, how you have the problem of you quarantining with one partner but the mm. other partners live somewhere else. So that's a problem. And my argument is you have no problem if you have multiple partners. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, <laughs> a lot of good things are happening. Or I don't feel bad for, I'm so, oh, I'm so sorry. You can't <laughs> see number five of your like, relationship. No, 
come on. <laughs> oh, we must be, this is like the oppressed people that they, right. you know, they, oh, I can only see <laughs> this person and that person because they're an next door neighbor. The other three people, they're a little bit further. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for you. You have to cut it down from eight partners to maybe three. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, Taking yeah. a toll on all of us. Taking a toll on all of us. I, I mean, Shelly, I don't know. I mean, this this is this is like the, what you were talking before when we were discussing the topics. You were like, I, I get the whole arranged marriage thing. <laughs> Just easier. So much easier. You don't need to go through all of this. You're like, all right, good, good. Okay, let's go. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, nice they had some. They had some really wacky tips on here about just ha- staying safe and wearing masks and everything like that. But um, yeah, I think the biggest thing was the fact that I guess there's you know, listen, it's true. Obviously, if you are in relationships, well, first of all, like what is every Derica knows I have this fascination with like sister wives. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, I mean, it's true. You, I mean, you have this guy has like four or five wives and you have to make sure that each wife is being very careful. And if there's one wife that's not, it affects the other wives. So it's a very community. It's actually, yes. it's very good in a way of kind of like really saying this is the community problem. Yes. <laughs> not, you know, people are very like, oh, I'm fine. I'm not in a risk category. I'm fine. I don't need to worry. But in these situations where the family is extended beyond just two people, you mm-hmm. really, they live in a more community sense. So I don't know, maybe they're doing a better job about socially isolating and being careful than the rest of us who are all very selfish and like, Oh, it's just me and you. Oh, we're right. good. You know, use protection, I suppose. Mask yeah. and otherwise. Yeah. Yes. Ab- ab- <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But that could be awkward. If you're going that to the, if you're going the distance in that respect, wearing a mask, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would say, like, if you're going to spend a lot of time with somebody and they haven't been in your life in the past and you decided, I'm going to spend a lot of time with the person, just get tested yes. and just be patient enough to get the results, you know? Uh, just right. be smart about it. Just be smart about it. So um, true. Thank you. Um, Shelly, I, I do want to say that during this time, obviously, we haven't had a lot of opportunities for social interaction, but there's been a lot sure. of different classes, like Torah classes and relationship classes and like yes. self-growth and the seminars, and like across the spectrum, all over the place. So yes. I thought, why the heck not? One of my friends said, Jen, you have to take this class. And I was like, really? Okay. And it turns out it's... um. It's a, it's a Jewish uh, relationship and dating class given by a dating coach. And maybe we can have her on on future episodes. I would love that. Um, I'd love that too. The classes are so interesting. A lot of it is common sense, but it's so important to hear it from someone that is a, a professional. And one of the things that I kind of really took away from that and I wanted to share with the listeners because I feel like a lot of us could relate to that is um, Shelly, she said that sometimes um, when you have a particular guy that you meet and he says the most charming things and the perfect thing is always saying the right thing at the right time, it might be because he's had a little bit too much practice. So, Wow. 
That's a very interesting point. So precisely the person that can cause you to feel very special because of what yeah. they said. Yeah. If it sounds a little bit too good to be true, mm -hmm. probably is. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's crazy because you we're always kind of taught, we, you know, in the movies and TV shows, like, oh my God, they said the most, like the notebook or or like you complete me, Tom Cruise, you know, like all those mm. things that are just so amazing and wonderful, but they're so good at it because they've had so much practice. And, and what the dating coach was saying is that they've had so much practice before you and they're going to have a lot of practice after you. So you have to learn how to read between the lines. And that's the hard thing. But I am wary of the, you know, like the, especially now when we're in this position where we are either texting or messaging people on apps or, or what have you. Um, some of them are, are very good conversationalists in terms of like, it seems like they're asking the right questions and, and they're very charming, but you also have to be very careful about that too. So try to keep an objective standpoint while you're talking to these people and definitely take your time getting to know everyone. And they might be perfectly charming and, and the right person for you, but you also need to keep an objective uh, point of view so that you can make sure that they are meeting your criteria and, you, and they're meeting your needs. Got it. I suppose the gut can be a useful way to kind of check in with oneself. For example, yeah. you could be hearing something that's really attractive or seductive, but mm -hmm. your gut might be saying, mm, this sounds, it doesn't sound so sincere. So I suppose right. that's right. a way to, to really get a sense. And then with time, there's only so many practiced lines out there. With mm -hmm. time, you can really see if the person comes through for you. Girl, I've called you a down. few out. I'm like, that is a copy paste. <laughs> that really? Is a, that is a copy Control paste. Control out delete on, on you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Backspace. <laughs> delete, delete, escape, escape, escape. Select Shut down, power down. Select power all down. and <laughs> delete. I know. So you know Restart what? the computer. You got to restart the computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's frozen. I know. <laughs> None of the keys are working. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, and I think, you know, uh, this is just something to look out for, something to watch. It's something all of us have fallen for. So this is definitely coming from girls with experience. Sure. Um, Shelly, I'm sure you've been in this situation before. No, never. I'm just yeah. kidding. Oh, Shelly. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Just wow. kidding. I think we've all, I think we've all, you know, um, people that are good at what they do are good at what they do. So yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, and, and nice. And especially when someone kind of enters into um, this type of interaction with like the best of intentions. And yeah. so you want to see the good in someone, you don't immediately yeah. necessarily expect someone will use a line. So then right. you're very perceptive. You're like, Hmm you know, that's concerning. Right. Or, uh, yeah. Then there's also Re refresh like, the computer, refresh the, yeah. <laughs> the website. Then, then there's also the, you know, and I think we've talked about this in the past too, with just this over familiarity, like just saying, Hey babe, Hey sweetheart, you know, acting as though they know you. Whereas, you know, if they're talking to you like that, they're talking to everybody else like that. Right. So it's, it's the opposite of making you feel special. And I don't think they quite get that. Um, I don't know how they couldn't, but I'm telling, if anybody is one of these guys and they're listening to this podcast, they're probably not. But if they are, <laughs> if they are, just take that into consideration. We know that if you're saying, hey, sweetheart, hey, beautiful, hey, whatever, 
we know you're saying that to multiple people. So it doesn't make us feel special. You might be trying to make us feel special. Like Shelly says, they might have the best of intentions. They just might not know how to go about it. But we do pick up on that. So you have to be very careful about how that goes about. Right. And you don't want to go to the home screen and start all over. You want to, you have those. Little... <laughs> all right. I know. I'm, I don't know computers that well. So <laughs> it's a DOS system. It's, it's a DOS, you know, oh my gosh. Backslash. Shelly, Shelly, flashback. Do you remember the computer paper that had the holes in it? And yeah. And then it would print out the old school printers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of That's... miss like the, you know, the, you tear the perforated. Oh. Good old days. The good yeah. old days. Everything was simpler. And... and then you run out of magenta, even though you don't use magenta. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? I've never used magenta. Why yeah, am no, I... magenta. I'm using black and white. Why is this magenta coming up? I, I have a theory <laughs> that they fill up the magenta like to a quarter of what the actual thing is. So they make you buy a new cartridge each time, even though like you're just using the black and white. Uh, oh, that's brilliant. Yes. Yeah, so I'm like, all I did was print out like a two page paper. I know. And... Magenta low, magenta. Okay. <laughs> no more magenta. Whatever. I have to go. I, I know. <laughs> Sally, guess what we're up to? This is exciting. It is our pop culture update. <laughs> wow. And right. Dark always does bing. Bing. Okay. <laughs> I'm not here, here. I do we bing. can do it for her. Yes. There yes. <laughs> Shelly, Shelly, what the heck is going on in our pop culture update? Oh, wow. Looks like we might have a new candidate for president. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Who? Could Any it be? guesses? <laughs> uh, is it Kanye? Yes, Kanye West, running for president in 2020. That's the latest update. Wow, that is really exciting, confusing, bewildering, and we have a lot on our plate right now. So I'm not sure we can really handle that. Sure. Um. Well, I guess then Kim would be first lady. Wow. Yes. That is true. She would be. That would... I think she would be a good first lady. I mean, she would work on prison reform and things like that. Um, her Instagram would probably change a lot. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Like, I don't no think... naked selfies or anything, but who knows? Who knows? Right. I imagine that Keeping Up with the Kardashians, I don't even know, is that show still on? Yeah, it is. They probably wouldn't be able to, you know, keep her in that show. Right, right. There might um, be some issues. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing. This is what's so funny about it. I don't know if you, you noticed this, but I mean, so in the past, he said he was going to run in 2024 when um, the current president's term was up. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if you noticed, but he said 2020. So yes. he's going to run against the current president and the other candidates. So that was interesting to me because that was kind of like a little bit of a twist. Right. He's moving up his bid for president by four years and is just a few months before the election. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is, so he like, he wrote, he wrote um, this whole tweet and he says, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. I am running for president of the United States using the hashtag 2020 vision. And then huh. Kim Kardashian West retweeted it, and she said that you have my full support, sweetie boo. Well, he, she just said you have my full support. And Elon Musk also tweeted that he had the support. So I don't know. Um, this wow. this year couldn't be any weirder. So I guess 
continue the weirdness. Yes. Um, it's just, you know, I, I have no, I have nothing to say. Nothing to say. Yeah, I, you know, this year isn't over yet. 2020 is it's, not it's over not, yet. It's not over yet? Oh, gosh. There's, there's never a dull moment. On the one hand, it still feels like March. On the other hand, it feels like it's been a long year. So, yeah. Um, but I definitely think that, you know, it could make for an extra interesting election if we now have True. Kanye True. West making the bid as well. I agree. I agree. Um, Shelly, it's been a, it's been a heck of a year. And it's only halfway through. We forgot to say happy 4th of July to our listeners. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Oh and Shelly, I have to say that I saw, um, and I sent it to you. It was a picture from two years ago when I was with you in LA for 4th of July. Yes. So nice. Loved that. that was it incredible. was so nice. I was like, Oh my God, that was two years ago. That was so fun. It was, was great. So I know. Yes. I know. Oh, Shelly, I think this has been a great episode. We are catching up with our listeners. We can't wait till you guys are able to listen to this episode and our future episodes. Um, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Jewish Sublime Edition. We are also on Podbean and on iTunes. Make wow. sure to subscribe and rate five stars only, please, because we are millennials and we like positive affirmation. Yes. And <laughs> spend some time with us. Listen to our episodes. We love yes. you guys. Feel free to send us a message. We love you guys. We will be happy at any time to give you our unofficial advice. With that, we want to say Jewess is out. We're out. We're just two girls living on the Upper West Side, taking everything in stride. We're the Jewesses, Jewesses, Blonde Edition, yeah.